0: drop
1: so it is recording then um i guess we'll i'll do a little clap ski just for the sake of oh fun All right. uh, oh, 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 oh. No.
0: the whole football stadium was packed sold out Blue two under every seat baby i was popping hogs talking dogs wrestle boys baby
1: Entrance. That was fucking
0: fortuitous timing. That crazy. You was you here had to. to catch con- that. You, you concocted that, right? No,
1: was not me. Are you serious? Yeah, That's I had the Nello in.
2: I had Nello in here because we recorded the episode last week and
1: whenever we recorded it. And yeah, that was great. <laughs> Surprise run in. Yeah. Welcome, to the genuine Wrestle Boys podcast. A podcast of four friends, many guest appearances uh brought closer together through a love of professional wrestling my um, name is matt you changed the name of the
2: podcast by the way
1: i said genuine wrestle boys
2: you said genuine wrestle boy podcast the podcast you changed the intro and i am not gonna stand for this let's
1: take it let's take it again No
2: no 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 No! no,
0: no, no. i want uh, them to hear not, that we're no we're leaving it all in i want it all, the, in. I want them to it all in. in i was the Beyblade in the tron of the uh, but for Ugh. the intro for our show all right that's fair that's fair we're what leaving all of you. this in
1: we're leaving all of this in How dare you? But for the sake of our beautiful listeners, uh, it's not the Genuine WrestleBoys podcast, which is confusing because, of course, your podcast app brought you here. It's a Genuine WrestleBoys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. My name is Matt. I'm Eastside.
0: My name is Zach.
1: And we're here today to discuss at length... The, the, the 2022 pay-per-view known as Survivor Series.
0: we also discussed it at
1: girth mm-hmm. circumference With radius Overall enjoyability
0: I mean as- elasticity.
1: what's <laughs> you know, really I saw that uh fuck, I had it pulled up here. There was like a uh, pre- like a, an internal memo that went out to the company that Triple H had uh, had sent to everyone after Survivor Series and that said, like, viewership. Was like the it was the highest of all Survivor Series ever, and uh, it was said like uh, uh like fan enjoyment was up forty six percent, and then it even said in the report like that they were reporting on it. it's like we do not know we cannot confirm how they measure this internally, but fan uh, enjoyment was up sixty seven percent
0: since last year's. um uh, they series. actually
2: send out surveys. Um, yeah,
0: no, I was gonna say I've gotten those surveys before. I'm here, what? Do
2: they, you they, because
0: they do send out
2: surveys after things so. That's how you would get that analytic.
1: How do you? I, I mean, maybe it goes to my spam, but I'm like now wondering why I'm not getting these surveys because I have thoughts.
2: I mean,
0: um, I don't know. If you like know your age and demographic, and they have plenty of you. I just think the straight white man doesn't have a voice in this country
1: anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think, I've actually gotten them quite a bit, and now I realize, oh, that's because I'm a smaller um, demographic for them, and I you probably as well.
1: I get them.
2: I think after almost every a premium live event, they you really are, want.
0: They want to know. You That's are good, one of their most important demographics in reality. You are in the right age range. You're a male. You buy like you have bought products from them, mm-hmm. and you are not white. You yeah. specifically, you are Mexican. They want, which me- you, they want Mexican audience because it's such a good base for them historically
2: do you answer hey, the surveys you fucking want me um sometimes i do just depending on like how bored i am at work yeah and, like how much internetting i've done that day and like where if like i've ran out of stuff to do like on my phone like during a 10-hour day i will fucking pop open one of them surveys and just start fucking saying i don't like fucking whoever braun Strowman. he can go eat butt or whatever i Bank love he that he's not in the banky
0: I haven't in a while, but I actually used to, like, at work, too, quite a bit.
1: That's, like, the perfect place to do something like that, because it's like, I'm not going to spend my time... I I mean, I guess it goes into the pool. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I I hope you responded to this one, because I will say, as much as as Survivor Series 2022 was a fun show, it also was largely just there, you know? It was largely kind of just the ambience in the background, uh, and was highlighted by just a, a few really... You know, really fun, fun moments. Obviously, I'm not gonna lie. I stuff. don't
2: even remember last year's.
1: How could you forget? What <sighs> The fuck was it? I don't. Know. I don't know, dude. Was it Brand? It, it, I mean, was it a brand versus slam Roman, thing?
0: or was that two years ago? This was oh, Roman beating
1: Big E. It's one of the biggest shows I of the year. Get it together.
2: Team Raw beat Team SmackDown, so Team Raw was Bianca, Rhea, Liv, Carmella, and Zelina. This is Sasha. Match Shreda, was really
0: good, actually. Ducky, I remember that Laddie, and
2: Tony. O- Omas won the Rock twenty fifth Battle Royal by eliminating <laughs> Rick
0: O'Shea. Oh, shit! This was the show that we kept waiting for the Rock surprise, and nothing happened.
2: Yeah. Um. Team Raw beat Team SmackDown. Um. And oh, wow. then Jinske beat Priest, and then Becky beat Charlotte. Uh, yeah, These were really good
0: cool. matches. Like, is this but,
2: the one with the fucking egg? Is this the egg show?
0: Yes, this is the egg show. The, okay, it
2: was
1: the egg show. Okay. I don't fucking remember that. I feel like since the pandemic specifically, everything until the last like seven months is just one big blur
0: of 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 hot, hot fire. Oh, he kept doing his like empty arena booking even when fans <laughs> got there and it like what like didn't really realize how, like, that it was a different thing until, like, it was gone. Like, yeah. oh, th- it was a different type of weird incompetence for the last two years. To me, this show kind of had one of those things where it's like, I, I still love and I hope they keep
1: it, a a, a, a like, a, a thing that they do with these big shows. Uh, that they keep the card small. I mean, it's like five matches for Survivor Series. Obviously, the two main matches were these, like, big bouts that took forever just to start. But, like, uh, I like it. I like it. But it also, when you give some matches a lot of time, like, we'll get into it. Like, the one with Shotzi and Ronda. Uh, if, it didn't it felt, have that
0: much time. It, it, it was seven pr- minutes, it but it felt longer than that, for sure. Yeah.
1: Because Ronda just wasn't giving her shit. But, we'll, I mean, we'll get to that. Let's start from the start. Let's start from the start, uh, which was the women's war game match. I mean, it was a badass way to start it off. I think with uh i don't remember becky when did becky come back was it just before the, it was before the friday before Friday before. so it seems like they really didn't give it a ton of So like i was just like it was kind of like oh cool they, she's back oh that's right they but. wanted
2: they wanted that pop the day before to kind of get that last little like fan spike because like this show uh, sold out before like just it was uh
0: preempted by
1: football oh uh, is that why it was a saturday ple premium live event
2: Oh, they've just been doing Saturday Premium live events, which I enjoy.
0: I do, too. I mean, it's a good yeah, but, call. Yeah, they were on FS1, and they got preempted.
2: Oh, they were on, they were on Fox
0: on FS1 uh, this they, coming Friday. In some markets, they definitely were. Oh, West Coast. That's what it was. West Coast, they were preempted. Welcome to the West Coast. I'm we're going in raw I was complaining
2: down. about
1: it. And the, it's like the heels kind of had the advantage to the whole thing. But honestly, one, I don't. I would say this one was...
2: The playbook, paint by numbers, as far as war game psychology, which makes it very easy to digest. You knew where it was going. It's that same story. The heels have the advantage. Baby faces are fighting underneath. Your big baby face is the one that comes in at the end and takes
0: control, and there it is. It's all you need. It's the and- big baby face and the second and the the next you know, biggest baby face. Working together in the match. It's Candice yeah. Maria. Um, and yet, so uh, like the. Ricochet the big... and Pete Dunne. Mm. Yep. Yeah.
2: It, uh, so it's, like it's. This is the. This is how you do it. This is the blueprint that, without deviating at all from our games 101. And sometimes I just want that intro verse chorus you know, verse
0: bridge chorus outro song. Three-minute rock song, you know? And that's what this was. I've I've been um, listening to the uh, L.S. Dunes record. I don't know if either of you have checked that out. It's a super group. It is awesome. A 2007 super group of um, Anthony Green, the bassist and drummer of Thursday, one of the Coheed guitarists, the non-Claudio Coheed guitarist, and um, Frankie Arrow from My Chemical Romance. Mm Mm-hmm. I love exactly 2000 it would have been my favorite album in 2007 like awesome okay. and it's also very
2: just direct and to the point they're like you know what we are and we have Anthony Green
0: so it's all going to sound fairly
2: similar to all his projects
0: going to sound go. like um Bjork being burned to, to death <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we had the we ended up the winners of the match Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss Mia Yim Oscar right, the winners
0: hey
2: and-
1: Hey, uh, they they beat Bailey, Dakota Kai, EOS Sky, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley. But it was um, fun. I it was it like was I really good.
0: It.
1: Yeah, it was a good time. I thought Rhea was a really good. I like that. They, you know, every kind of team has their tank. Really, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, was Bell? Would Bel Air be the tank for the oh, yeah. the opposing side? Yeah. Yeah. And stuff. So They're even
2: it, talking about like it's like like uh it was either that show or like on Monday it's like. Like you don't have an answer for her except for Bianca could probably match her with power, and she can.
0: Yeah. Bianca's yeah. so like, they're like a fucking ridiculous athlete. They're the tanks, and then I guess EO would be the DPS for her, her team. Um, I don't know mean? if the heal. Nikki Cross would be the healer, I guess. Have you watched- What's DPS? 8 damage per second. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm <laughs> I, talking <and> it- <laughs> eSports lingo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're, they're tell I like that they were telling the story a little bit too with like Alexa and Nikki. We'll see where that goes. I I'm I'm down as fuck to have Nikki cross back. I like it, but
0: I wish Sanity was all like available because mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna bring back in um, Eric Jim Young. Man, um, <laughs> yeah, Eric Young. Um, and he's doing great in Impact. Like I don't know that he'd even want to yeah. leave with how fucking old he is he might
2: because he uh, has been nothing but like like nothing but good things about hunter and that seems like a it's kind yeah. of a
0: across the board but yeah like, everybody just loves hunter i also just don't know that there's room for sanity as a faction right now like there's not we, we're we're getting into new japan territory where like soon some everyone's just going to have to join faction like Oh well, I'm the last two people. Like, yeah, I'm right. one of the last two people that's not.
2: And I uh, then you're gonna have like the Taguchi Japan fucking group, right? You kind
0: of have the leftover crowd. Oh, um, you mean Alpha Academy? <laughs> yeah, honestly, hey, you leave exactly. them alone. Oh, that, but they are Taguchi Japan. Like, they are, dude. What whoosh or shoosh? Whoosh.
1: Uh, <laughs> whoosh. Yeah. Shoosh. Shoosh. <laughs>
2: <Shush>. Shoosh. Please.
1: <laughs> I, I always I thought for a while that WWE would would do good having just like a bunch of factions just to keep keep people like in having some sort of thing, it's, but
0: it's working. Look, I mean, it's worked for NXT. You know, the yeah. Black and Gold era, like pretty fucking well. And look who's booking now, like it's, yeah, it's a whole lot of sense. Like Alpha Academy is are both like relevant to to an extent right now because they are like. Because they're together, like they like share that screen time pretty well. Like, yeah, and they're both really good in the ring and like being each other relevant. I, um, Abel and Riddle had a fucking incredible match like a couple like two weeks ago on Raw. Like, I believe that. Also, like on
2: Raw this week, uh, who was it? It was it was Alpha Academy and who the fuck they fight? Was it Street Profits?
0: Didn't see
1: this week. Oh so. yeah, Street Profits came back this week.
2: Yeah, and it's just like great. Just give me more of Alpha Academy. they i feel like they're going to get their due here soon because Triple H has always been somebody that does that. It's like okay, if you're going to put in some time, Tyler Breeze, for instance, when him and Dango came back to NXT, okay, put in a lot of work for us here. Here's your gold watch, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm excited to see what happens. I'm—I the eventual conclusion to whatever they're going to do with uh, EO Sky. And, um, fucking, uh, Dakota, D- uh, no, Oscar. Yeah. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar mm. and Io. Uh, I think that's going to be a really fun, uh, you know,
0: program between the two. And they've been doing a lot so, of teasing. Hope we just get a grudge match at WrestleMania.
2: Hey, like, we're, we're, we're probably going to see like more of this here soon. Cause it looks like having Becky and Bailey kind of do their thing. And then Candace came back on Monday. And got a clean win over Dakota, um, which was cool. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Also, I hmm. want to give some praise to Dakota Kai. I, I know that personally, I felt sometimes she's just a little, almost seems like a little lost, or especially for whatever reason, at that fucking Shayna Baszler feud, really ruined her for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's just been yeah. getting a little bit more crisp in the ring. Sometimes I know she had a tendency to get lost. I don't know if it was her fault or the other person, she also would kind of carry that deer in the headlights look, and recently,
1: has been gone. Yeah, she does seem to be real fired up. But I'm with you because yeah, that NXT uh, thing with with Shayna was just so bad. Like you don't want to see. Like it was like it was, it was like she's like gonna like Drake Maverick style piss her pants talking about Survivor Series.
2: And at least like he was just like supposed to be a comedy goof. Like she mm-hmm. was supposed to be like a relatable baby face in it. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm not doing that.
0: That'd be Hunter's worst booking. I've ever, like, all time. So, that...
2: His worst booking is also his best booking. It's Dan Matha. Hmm. True. Okay. That's... Build build him up for, like, six weeks on all these vignettes of him just looking all roided out, back knee everywhere. <laughs> um,
0: and then comes out, Samoa Joe kills him, and you don't see him again. <laughs> the worst booking for Dan Matha, and then the best booking for Samoa Joe in, one, in one fell swoop. Well, then we saw him in the Greatest Royal Rumble. It's true. Dorian Mack
1: was his name there. Well, speaking of good matches but unrelatable babyfaces, AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. I don't know what you're freaking talking about, man. <laughs> the kids love me. Everyone loves me, man. Everyone except unless your name is Gillette.
0: Right? Everyone you likes already? to see an, an adult version of an, of a high school football player. I'm exa- <laughs> I'm built exactly like a high school football player. I'm a big man, and I have an arcade in my basement.
1: You can't complain now if you use Gillette. <laughs> uh, honestly, I mean, I, 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 AJ Styles has a cool arcade in his basement. I don't want to, you know, I mean, I'm not going to shit on that. The man posts good pictures. He's a that. fucking,
0: he's a Jaguar, which is one of the rarest video game consoles ever. They cost like $2 million each. Yeah,
2: that's, that's a good enough for
1: Japan, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. The, what the but freak?
1: This, I was trying to remember, what was the, um... Kind of the the circumstances around
0: Finn and AJ's first match, was it that Finn was gonna face was it Joe or No, it was them... going to be it was going to be pumpkin demon Finn versus Bray Wyatt. And then That's the mumps right happened. And then Wyatt got the mumps, and so they gave us a dream match because they
1: didn't know what to do.
0: AJ uh, flew was a... up from South America.
1: That's right. Yeah, it was like real last minute. It was crazy cool. This one had a bit more build behind it. Obviously, a lot more like they're really, really leaning into the, the history in Japan, of course. And things like I that. I love
2: that they're doing that. And like they mentioned things. And it Polo just of makes 55. it cool. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> dude. Polo 55. Who Like, I forgot about that. That's fucking Fergal and uh, Taguchi. Mm-hmm. And everything. Second time coming up on the fucking podcast this week is fucking Taguchi. <laughs> the butt
1: but, man himself. But they're really leaning into just Bullet Club. There's like both these men were leaders of the Bullet Club. Like the OC's shirt all has the Japanese lettering on it. It always did. But
2: like they're Mm -hmm. making like at least the OC like feel more competent than they ever did. Like (laughs) they fucking gate, like they give like Carl Anderson a hot tag. They had Luke Gallows fucking get the heat, which was wild. It's like, hey, he can kind of sell, and I think his selling is more that he just turns really red because he's actually tired. I was gonna say he gets gassed
0: so quick, (laughs) and and they make him run all the time. Comes fucking sour man character.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And
2: they fucking like on Raw, they had him and uh, Priest like doing these big like Japanese strike exchanges, and I was just like, okay, like they're actually like just like, hey, you got time, go out there and do that. And then having the um, putting in Mia with them and then having Rhea with Judgment Day adds Mm -hmm. that extra little layer. Um, It added another layer to the um, war games, adds a layer to this. And I like that you can just get all these things intertwining together, and it just makes things feel cohesive. It's just something that's nice. Yeah, Yeah,
0: complex storytelling. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that it just it is fun because like there were times watching this show where it was like because they do those little recaps before the matches on on these big pay per views and so it is really cool just seeing how things are interweaving with other matches on the card where it's like oh you know Vince didn't didn't touch his little dirty fingers near this one little bit because he Mm -hmm. doesn't do that shit but like Finn was so aggressive in this match like fucking AJ's chest looked like little burger meat near the end the fucking like when AJ had Finn in the calf crusher. Finn, like reaches around, grabs like AJ's head, and just bashing it into the ring. Like they had a real physical, physical match, which mm. was so. It was just so cool. Uh, fucking um.
2: Ever since like they like went with Judgment Day and like Finn took over, they really got rid of like I liked Edge during this stuff. I I may mm-hmm. have been one of the few, but I'm also a huge Edge head. Have been, so I'll be. Yeah. I'll, I'll even say I'm an Edge apologist. Um, I didn't mind to apologize the rest for. Of- I didn't mind the WrestleMania match with him and Randy. I liked
1: it. Like the too. one that took a year and a half? It was yeah. good. It but just yeah. finished yesterday. But <laughs> actually, was, yeah.
2: I liked it, <laughs> um, but I think the, the at first the idea I enjoyed with him, but then they were kind of going in it like I'm like uh, I don't know. But now, like with Finn, like it really revitalized all this stuff. Finn seems like a big deal. They gave AJ a win. Finn didn't seem any worse for the wear. Priest seems like a big deal. Rhea seems a big deal, and then Dom's the biggest heel in the company. So,
1: fucking beat up his dad on Thanksgiving.
2: That was so great.
1: It was so, so awesome. incredible.
2: I just kept um, looking over to Jenna just randomly because I I, I watched it without any sound at first, <laughs> and <laughs> so I just kind of was like just looking at it, and I just kept looking over at Jenna like, um, please, you don't have to do this, Dom. No. Just like doing my own commentary as right for it. And it's like my left knee. No, Dom,
1: please. But he did. Yeah. I, I that like th-
2: that's what he said.
1: But and then, yeah, like Dom's like holding up like the family pictures and that and he's just like, oh, and then he picks up the obvious framed like WWE Raw like photo and like bashes it over his dad.
0: Until they just printed it out right then. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But like, so- on the Mysterio's fucking like just HP oh, printer. Epson. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like before the the whole thing. Like, mom, can I
1: use the printer? Um, and can I use this frame? If I break this frame, I'll buy another one from Hobby Lobby. I promise. But it was really good. It, I the yeah the Dom and, and Rhea stuff is very fun, very very fun. The, the Dom Enria stuff.
0: I was gonna it, say for yeah. for his having name like Dom, he sure isn't. <laughs> I
1: want to introduce mommy to the family.
0: So uh, I like lo- he's, he's, so he started shit. with. He started wearing her shirt, the mo- the mommy shirt. Like it's <laughs> such a, he's such a little sub boy, and he's I'll, such
1: a little shit. Exactly, he's really leaning into the being just a little shit, and it's so it it really works. It really. I think really I've works. brought up
2: this term before. He has big little stinker energy, and
1: I'm for it yeah Mm -hmm. it wouldn't it wouldn't be effective if he came in like the coolest guy in school like it just wouldn't hit like that him being this like little shit is exactly it it's just so fun
2: Mm -hmm. he's really actually like he's doing great stuff and people always talk shit on him because they're like oh whatever blah blah
1: blah it's like i think he's ahead of hook now and i said it well, and then kind of along that, too, in the... So, one thing I will say about this match is, that is weird uh, is, like, that they have the kind of the... I mean, I guess it's not that weird. They have the two leaders of the factions go at it at Survivor Series, and then on the next night on Raw, or the next Monday on Raw, they have the actual teams go at it. They have Judgment Day versus the OC going at it, uh, which I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch that match, so I don't know who who came out on top of it. But in this match, I I like how AJ and Finn... Are both clearly like getting older, like very much in the, you know, probably the. the I'm not saying the last leg. I know AJ has talked about probably retiring after this contract stint. Uh, who he knows? He said that, and then he resigned a new deal. I, I say like wrestlers say that shit all the time, probably just to get more money on their new signs. But like, it's probably because they think how bad they hurt like at 38.
2: Like, <clears throat> like oh, I'm going to hurt so much worse. But then, like, every WWE in the last couple years has really lightened their schedules. And they're like, yeah. Oh, I'm feeling a lot better.
0: Like, they they they're... see like what Edge is doing and stuff and know that like I don't need to retire retire, you know.
1: Yeah. Right, you can always have some sort of presence in you know around, but Finn and AJ they age like a final wine. They're they're
0: mm-hmm. very good. They're very good. They're incredible. Like lo- like they you know built on the last match in a way like in a lot of cool ways. They're like more referential to each other like in trying the styles clash and then hitting the the Ushiguroshi and stuff like things that are in AJ's move set then like AJ instead of doing the reverse DDT he did it into the the final cut mm-hmm, which he is has, a fan move um like that was all just like ooh this is like they still have one more match to build on this though in the series like they still got they still got the the finale and they've yeah, really which been pushing. Be Rumble or Mania,
2: because aren't they one-one now? Mm-hmm. They're one and one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and, but because they were kind of promoting it on Monday as like this is the end of it, they're doing it. But then I think Corey, I yeah, it's like they, you know, they, never... they leave they leave it open. Obviously, they'll never be done fighting each other, right? But um, yeah. speaking
2: of Monday, what do you guys think of Kevin Patrick
0: on commentary? Yeah, fine, like i've heard i've only watched i think one episode with him though
1: i've only yeah i've only All been catching it. the the hulu cuts and i i don't see anything wrong with it but i don't know it i i'm fine with new folks in there i think pat mcafee got me used to like new people but uh i, I don't because he's don't...
2: on real good
1: pat yeah he's uh, had
2: the... his yeah, mcafee Kevin? only had his own he's on a league of his own
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. I miss yeah. him. I, I'm excited for whenever he does end up, you know, whenever his NFL Sunday, whatever. Yeah. Uh, um, game day. What Let's do you think of the a- new commentary? I think he's okay. I think sometimes, like, there seems to
2: be a little more excitement. Like, kind of like that unbridled, like, fucking Jim Ross, like, 90s, 2000s excitement. Yeah. Where it just sounded like he was going to fucking tear his dink off because of how excited he was that Stone Cold was coming to the ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just that, like holy shit, this is happening! And he's about to go. <laughs> yeah. He did that. I, I think sometimes he's a little timid, but it, he is a big step up from a Jimmy Smith, and I didn't mind Jimmy Smith either. And um, poor Adnan Verk. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, Adnan yeah, Burke, or when
0: Coach came back, like Coach, Coach
2: yeah. lost his shit. Yeah, uh, definitely. and I, I also like um only hearing Michael Cole once a week, and I think he's probably very happy about that too i like michael cole now and Wade is. is a good one with him too
1: mm-hmm, definitely i'm afraid i've got some bad news <laughs> did um uh did you guys see michael cole on pat mcafee's show or i saw an interview with it he is like a very just like seems like a cool guy to hang out with <laughs> like just talking uh, shit my... just like talking about how he would put whiskey in his pbr yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, we ordered a couple coals or whatever the fuck. Col trains. Like, that's right. Yeah, we had a couple of those in Detroit, didn't we, Pat? Like, stuff also, like that. Also,
2: also, great, great reference. John Coltrane, obviously.
1: Of course.
2: And then just a the Coltrane. And then he said, yeah, because you only need, like, a few of them, and you can get where you need to be. It's like, <laughs> hell, yeah. Also, cutest thing from that thing. Yes, cutest. Yeah. Is that uh, Pat McAfee and his wife there having a kid. We think we talked about this. Or or if we haven't, maybe that just came up in other conversations. They had to go through, like, in vitro and all this other shit to have a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently Michael Cole was in his little group of people that, like, he trusted to talk about that stuff with.
1: And yeah. They've become
2: that close of friends, and that is
1: adorable to me. Yeah, <laughs> Like, when Pat McAfee was talking about how, like, he felt like he was, like... Breaking up with somebody when he personally called Cole to tell him that like his contract with like NFL was going to take him out of WWE for a while, you know, just like and then but it was Michael Cole because like I guess initially Pat was like I can do both I can do these like four or five days a week and then Smackdowns on Friday and Michael Cole was like don't don't he would literally
2: he would do because he does a show like daily yeah look he would be doing his show Friday after his show fly out to Smackdown uh after Smackdown fly out to college game day wherever that is in the U.S be there like at six in the fucking morning to be pat mcafee on call jingy because they are paying yes is paying him to be pat mcafee you yeah. don't get him to get fucking tired old pat oh i you know i bet usc is gonna beat him today oh you want to get pat mcafee out there talking his shit riling up everybody and so i thought that was great that he's still under contract they're like whenever you're ready you got a spot
1: yeah, which is like really cool to see from like a massive, like globally massive company to like I mean obviously he's a very high profile, he brings in a lot of view, like there's a monetary reason that they're so high on him, but it's it is cool to see like those kind of interpersonal relationships, like just be really genuine in something that you would think is just this massive machine. And you you just tell him and Pat are fu- like Michael Cole and Pat are boys
2: too, just mm-hmm. the way they interact with each other and now like the way Michael Cole's interacting with like Pat's like fucking crew there, and it's yeah. like oh he's one of the he's one of the lads there.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Like some of the like people I've heard like are the like kind of like surprise part can like can party with anyone and keep going. Dudes are like you know Michael Cole. I've heard that because I've heard like stories about him and like going out drinking with Cena. Cena out uh, drinks everyone. Cena
2: would drink Jericho under the table.
0: Mm. Jeez, Cena drinks could drink with Big Show,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. like the stories. Um, and then, like locally, I've heard that about um one of the local weathermen, uh, Rick Lance, Rick oh, Lance, Rick Lance, Rick
1: Lance. That's the name of I've, someone who gets fucking
0: hammered during. Yeah, I've heard during that the about Rick Lance and fucking Larry Gebert <laughs> um, Larry, Larry Gebert has functioning. They're the biggest assholes energy. that can party all night long. Oh, so, it's always like it's that like are just, like, kind of surprised, like, really low-key all the time, but then like, oh, no, they can they can fucking go.
1: That would be so insane to me. Like, if you go out, I mean, you'd probably have to go to, like, a fucking steakhouse or something. I can't imagine you're gonna catch Larry Gebert down over at fucking Hump and Hannah's, but maybe you do. did he die? Larry? He's, so. No, Don't he's you dead. alive. Don't you ever say that. He That's will he live forever. Lived. He's gonna outlive all of us. Fortunately. Fortunately. Larry Gebert's not
2: dead. Yeah, he is. You're definitely not going to catch him out at Humping Hannah's.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're not. We're not. Okay. Okay. We're not stopping this train. Don't worry. We're not going completely off the tracks. But this is no everyone. April of this year. Yeah. Larry I'm spelling his name wrong. I spelled Gebert. Come on. G B E R T R T. Yeah.
0: Come on. I had no idea. Well, um. Oh shit! He died. Uh, always sucked i've met him multiple times he used to interview my sibling for like with their horse for 4-h during the fair every year it was an asshole to, to them too uh, dude sucked um oh really sorry for his family but are you sucked. an
1: asshole to so, like I mean, kids like that yeah he <sighs> also the kids raising fucking little goats and shit don't do that larry oh lair oh man well that's pretty fucking <laughs> crazy i guess he had a heart attack that happens that happens and you know what the meteorologist community will never be the same. Uh, but we will my, continue. My parents knowledge. watched Channel
0: 7 News every night, and I have not noticed that he was not there ever. They just Literally picked ever. another
1: fucking seven foot tall mustachioed. I remember I used to watch Channel 7 News because it was right
2: before Jay Leno. I used to watch yeah. Jay Leno as a kid for whatever reason. I was <laughs> yeah. in
0: 4 H with D. Sartin's kid, so we were like family oh. friends with the Sartans. Did you well, also I mean, watch Jay
2: Leno?
1: Yeah.
0: And Conan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched Conan. Oh, yeah. but I mean, was a power
1: hour right there. wasn't
0: 70 me? years old like both of you guys. I, Jay Leno. might be starting a, a new second podcast I'll have to tell you all about not recording. With Jay? I'm somewhat based on something. With Jay Conan, Leno. Conan is somewhat responsible.
2: Okay. Is it with just, it's actually just hating Jay Leno? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I mean, I would do
0: a podcast about it's that. It's just
1: Zach and Conan O'Brien with on a, a Jay Leno shit cast. I oh, fuck. Um,
0: Conan's producer is my favorite uh, podcaster, Matt Gourley, So,
1: Okay. Okay. That's very interesting. I'm reeling my, from this Larry Gebbert news.
2: That's my favorite Matt.
1: All right, Craig, you can take it from here. <laughs> I'm going to step Just down. Just kidding.
2: I don't know that Matt. <laughs> You're my favorite Matt podcaster.
1: Hey, thank you. Thank well,
2: you. I'm my favorite Matt person. I don't even know if I know anybody else named Matt, but if I did, you'd be number one.
1: That means a lot to me. You're my favorite Esi, and I know many. Many, many, many. Too many. Too many.
0: Okay. Like but uh, Gotta know some other Matt's.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean we're all just fucking shaking uh, from this Larry Gebert news. So
0: I don't it's, I mean, it's I don't, hard to think
1: about Matt's, you know. I don't fucking care either. Yeah, I'm surprised. I don't but But I'm kinda oh, just God. avoiding getting into this Ronda Rousey Shotzi match. Oh yeah because it was not, it just sucks, no, there was not It sucks chemistry. when Ronda sucks. Cause Ronda sucks, dude. I thought of these people,
0: back. neither of these people should be the one leading a match. It was like two, two people who only follow don't lead.
1: Yeah. What's and then happened.
0: Then um, this was just
2: uh, like, this was just a waste of time. Like, we need to get Ronda out there.
1: Shotzi um, won like a six pack challenge to, you know, be the number one contender. There the like were games.
2: I did I ever fucking like get anything for winning my six pack challenges? Everybody just says I have a problem.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look at, I made it to the last <laughs> one.
0: I'm the Where's last one. <laughs> I got to fight somebody now. <laughs> shut up, you drunk. Damn it. <laughs> um, Becky Lynch won the inaugural Women's SmackDown uh, Championship in a six pack challenge. That. Good stats. Yeah. Um, this match happened. Um, Ronda did not want to do that bump
2: on the apron. Ronda didn't she want to be there. Um, yeah, she definitely didn't. Um, this was, I think, just more so like put her on the show, try to make Shotzi look as okay as possible without really giving her anything. Yeah. Um, like, Shotzi and- is
0: really good at, wit- in like a match with someone who is really good. Like She, like, to this- a match because she does crazy shit. Like, takes dumb bumps and shit and she's good in a party match mm. where it's like yeah. think
2: of like the like a multi-person match that has like a bunch of plunder she will do something stupid
0: yeah That's or cool. you know tag team like
2: yeah. she'll also yeah. do something stupid which i i'm for i, I i'm a fan of trent her bump the
0: the chair suicide dive um i'm um, brandy lauren all uh, uh, yeah yeah, that's still the dumbest bump I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> um, the one that Adam Cole took um against Alistair Black.
0: The spine of the chairs.
2: That is the dumbest bump I've ever oh, seen. Oh, Yeah, Followed closely by that one, and then just Trent's career.
0: Trent's mm. <laughs> plancha onto nothing that he used to do on SmackDown, like for no reason at all. Like a four minute dumb match on SmackDown. He was Stupid Greg, just fucking
1: splat.
2: <laughs> we can move on from this fucking. Well, shit what now. I'm curious
1: if we could speculate a little, because like the real story is whatever is going to end up with uh, with Baszler and Rousey, and I I wonder who's going to turn on who. What are going to be the circumstances if Rousey is going to would sell for Ronda? Obviously, I I, uh, I, I going if... to sell for Baszler. I hope Baszler takes it off of her the the title, but won't happen.
2: But, um, yeah, she, Rosie will definitely sell for Shayna. 100%. Yeah. No, no question. No mm. question. There's a good story um, to
1: be had there, but it, everything is just real falling flat. Again, I've only been watching Hulu cuts and shit. I don't know. They're kind of... Oh, no, 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 you're fine. That is, that, that, yeah. You're right. You're I don't right. know if I'm missing context, they but made I don't think...
0: Sh- the booking of this match was bad because Ronda wouldn't take any heat. Shayna took all the heat, but then she was also like... Like kind of planting seeds of her fucking up all the time. Like she kept trying to get involved, in it, ne- like, and like it never gave Ronda an advantage. Right? It Was always net neutral or negative, yeah. for Ronda. So like, like are the planting seeds for the breakup, but o- making both look worse. I, I hope really? actually like that she, that Ronda loses the title because like might be doing a four horsewomen thing, so that she might not want like have the title for Mania, you know then just have these two have a grudge match or be a tag team like and have them damage control that would be sick
1: yeah yeah i th- them teaming up together i think would be the move because like Shayna's organically built up so much like i don't know equity and like charisma i not maybe charisma but like believability legitimacy. yeah legitimacy mm. believability because it's and and so having that like her with Rhonda has, has been a very good like pairing. If it was just Rhonda running this solo, oh, it'd be so bad. But and I think I think like this was literally
2: just like a quick pit stop to get a beverage on your road trip. Just give Shotzi some
1: screen time. Triple H, is a big fan of that badass rocker. Literally just to get the tank on War Games, like which was sick. That's true. That's probably exactly what it was, and that was like the best part of the match. And then the pyro also and the just
2: tank. to give like. People in the women's division a little bit more credibility because, like, you can't just have a division full of fucking Dana Brooks.
0: And no, This is like sure. when yeah. Cena first challenged Brock for the title and got destroyed. Yeah. Mm. Then it was another year, like about a year and a half before he actually won the title.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like with all the fuckery with Shayna and stuff like it didn't it didn't do anything poor for for Shotzi by any stretch of the imagination. It was fine. But yeah, it was never going to be a victory from Shotzi. But we can move on. The the triple threat match afterwards for the US title with Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory had some kind of fun spot spots in it, didn't it? Uh, I like
2: that they've gotten rid of Theory's stupid selfie gimmick. Try to make him serious.
0: Everybody's like, oh, it no, does they care. Do- new beyblade gimmick what what was that what was oh, I that i loved it it was so weird they they're like we a have a beyblade to. ad on his titantron
1: they're like beyblade paid us two million dollars we have to cram this 30 second video in somewhere they're like we'll just do austin's fucking <laughs> i hope that he becomes a <laughs> titantron guy pack. like i
0: want him to become a beyblade guy
1: if they do it every time i will get on board just put austin theory over it and just show us these beyblades because that was fucking weird
0: and a that, si- like, human-sized Beyblade match at WrestleMania?
1: But it was effective in the way that I was like, oh, Austin's here to take the pin again. Like, obviously, he lost the money in the bank, so there was this thing of, like, oh, are they just gonna keep fucking him? But, like, uh, there there was a little bit of good bait-and-switch, I think, with it as being like, oh, they don't give a shit about Austin theory here, mm-hmm. huh? And then he ends up taking that title home with him. So it's like, it worked that way, because I was
2: <laughs> very I think confused. And I
1: they just there. didn't want to be
2: handcuffed anymore. Uh-huh. Mm didn't want to have that handcuff of, ah, oh, shit, we gotta do something with fucking theory. He has that fucking briefcase. God damn it. Because um, that's not the position that Hunter would probably want him in.
1: Yeah. yeah is more no. so
2: probably the position that Hunter
1: wanted him in. May these Beyblades break his chains of, you know...
2: They still, uh, like, still made him look like a fucking dink, too, because fucking pins Seth because he fell on him because he was about to get falcon arrowed.
1: I thought it was a really good spot, though. That was the coolest thing, uh, where, like, Seth goes, he does, like, the superplex off the top, gets him up for the falcon arrow, Bobby comes, hits a spear on Seth, and then uh, Theory just falls right on top of him for the three count. That I hope it's, like, it's, like, that's
0: creative. I hope that they, like him have to learn how to become an opportunist like accident like he accidentally like falls into opportunities but has to like learn how to actually like be edge because they had him like they wanted him to be edge but they were a year early like mm-hmm. he shouldn't have had he should have had the money in the like bank briefcase and a year or two and lo- yeah. like build up that like believability that he is an opportunist or whatever like he's you know a sneaky healer or whatever like is even had more build up to his money in the bank briefcase. When is that when he had it and he still had it too early. Yeah. Like um, now they're kind of resetting and putting him back like, okay, let's actually build you up to be this now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The trajectory he was on that Vince tried to push him way too quick,
1: way too hard. And then stuff with the money in the bank, it's like what triple H is doing now, what they're doing now with booking and, and storylines for him are, are benefiting him massively. As far as like, I totally agree. Because like now that he's in this uh program with Seth being like calling him a kid and like trying to just get under his skin and he's like, I'm a man now. I'm a man. I'm a I'm- man. And it's like, okay, well all right. Well I hope you stop posting little shitty boy stuff online. I don't think he's done that lately. But uh for Austin Theory. I'm a man. But uh so like that'd be fun. Like if, if Seth makes him step up and like be a shitty opportunistic motherfucker, like that's cool. That'd be fun for him. Um one of the things I noticed in this match that I had never noticed before is Lashley has a big old scar on his pec. Did he have surgery recently? Was he like out mean, for a pec? I mean, think it's a recent thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I have not seen that before, but it makes him look fucking grizzled. But I was also like, well, I mean, he probably just tore something in that big
0: old slab of meat. Mm. Drade did. Drade tore his pec. So he's going to be out for a while. Yeah. Certainly. It's true.
1: Well, you know, it seemed, You know, maybe get a little R&R while you can as well. But uh, largely, the th- the triple threat match, you know, was like, w- you know, it was fine. But it all led to that <clears> moment of getting the sneaky little win, which was fun. Sneaky Dickens. It was a sneaky Dickens of a match. And then was- we get the reason why yeah.
2: everybody left this show thinking, this was fucking great.
1: <laughs> it, it, yeah. mm-hmm. The rest of this, like, mostly fine show was elevated. It was, it completely. was
0: fine to good. Yeah. Like, on the, uh, the scale it, of it, things. I thought the women's match was really good, and then...
2: I thought it was good, yeah, for sure. Finn was... Uh, it,
0: it's maybe a little oddly, like, I don't know, ordered. Like, two good matches and then some, like... That's true. Good after it. It was so. front-loaded. It was a front-heavy pay-per-view, which, you know, with a strong caboose.
2: It. Yeah, A they, strong
1: caboose. They were pulling that wagon. <laughs> Certainly they were. 'Cause yeah, we had the uh the bloodline, of course, with Roman, the Uso, Solo Sokoa, and Sammy. Uh versus Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Seamus, Butch, and Ridge Holland. I call it the, the Brawling Brutes. The Brawling of the Brawling Brutes. With, uh, with Drew with McIntyre, Kevin and Owens. Kevin Owens. Okay, we can do it that way. Uh the story obviously being, I mean, Kevin Owens <laughs> is uh, Drew had, Drew was was filler in this match, and but he was good filler. I mean, he was the goo in the Reese's peanut butter, but uh, you know it was filler. No,
2: he's like he was like one of the um, get like one of the filled Reese's like we were talking about. He was like Potato one of chip. the little chips. it's like that's nice, but no, he's not. The, he's not the main reason you're in town, you know.
1: He adds a little crunch that you're not used to there, but exactly. Um, before we dive into
2: the meat and potatoes of what we're gonna end up talking about, um just really cool seeing pete dunn butch in eventing a fucking big four pay-per-view
0: mm-hmm. and,
2: like he's a star yeah People like butch like the brawling brutes are fucking over and it's ridiculous
0: most like over acts in the company are sammy Zayn and brawling brutes sheamus yeah. But to me, like, I,
2: Mr. I, fucking, like, snore. It's like he was Goto <laughs> of WWE for so many years. Yeah, it was always fine, but I just would didn't, didn't care. Then all of a sudden, during the pandemic, he had those matches where other people started hitting him for real. And then him and Riddle had those fucking bangers. Him and Drew had those bangers. And the next thing you know, you're just excited for Sheamus matches. And... Mm-hmm. That's just all that happens out was you're excited for Sheamus matches.
1: You're like, oh, I'll believe that this guy will lead my friend Pete Dunne into the into battle. And they, they stopped having him be newsies and they just kind of wear flat caps now.
0: Yeah, I yeah. Mean, Sheamus had a five-star match this year. True. Which one was that? Against Gunta. Oh, that was a
1: match and a half, wasn't it?
2: Oh, it was the best. Oh, that match made me...
1: One thing right. they kind of did throughout the whole show specifically leading up to this match uh was they they were really building um hype around the men's war game match around talking about how the bloodline has Paul Heyman in their corner who I guess you know helped originate the first war games match and then you had Kevin Owens with the Dusty Rhodes homage for I guess who also invented the war games match so there was like some kind of they were trying to really add legitimacy to this this match, which is cool, mm. I like. I'd like to see it more often. Don't wear. Obviously, don't outwear it. twelve. we don't need it year after year. Probably, maybe though. I'd watch it for <laughs> sure. But yeah, the whole thing started off with Butch and Jay, which is a great way to go. Jay Dude. Uso is like yeah, main event. Jay, he really is like the sleeper hit of, of this whole fucking story. He's been the sleeper hit, hit
2: since twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Been no. Roman, it's wild. But
1: like um, his. The whole, because the whole thing leading up to this is like the bloodline. Roman trusts Sammy. He's like, I, Jay has been like in his ear, like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I don't know. And this is
2: the undoing of it too. This is where it's all going to go wrong. And that's what makes me so sad is that. But that's so- what's
1: such a good story because yeah, they're, so Jay starts this match out. Uh, him and, him and, uh, and Butch are going at it. But the, the baby faces kind of, they have the advantage the whole time. So Rich Holland comes out next. They're beating up Jay. And then when it's time to, the bloodline to get another guy in there, it's supposed to be Jimmy. Roman holds Jimmy back. And he's like, "Uh-uh," putting in Sammy. And he's like, I'm going to force these two to fucking work together. And then for pretty much the next like few minutes while Sammy's in there, it's just him trying to convince Jay, like I'm here for you. I'm helping you. I'm helping you and stuff. And then as the match progresses, I mean, I, I don't remember the entire order that went in, but when F- Roman was the last one to enter into the match, and then the whole story was Kevin trying to chop down Roman, Sammy trying to like help out the team and, and convince Jay while also skating this line between like him and him and Kevin. I love, had the, this,
2: I, I love the skating the line thing.
1: Cause they, they had a few <laughs> stare downs, a few things that times where it could have got physical, but the, you know, they kind of distracted from it really well. So you just have this tension really building throughout the, the whole thing kind of, I, you know, I don't know if there any like real major big spots other than the ending that really stuck out to you Um, the one mm-hmm. where
2: Sammy pulls Jay out of the way like, mm-hmm. on the fence, like just, to, and he's like, like,
1: I'm looking at when he's like between the rings and he's like, yep. I fucking got you. I got you. Um, then, um,
0: and there I was like the, the stare down that. when there's a the stare down between like both teams, the bloodline Omen picked up Jimmy or Jay. Then like Jimmy picked up Sammy and then Jimmy fell and Sammy picked up Jimmy. Yeah. Like there are these layers to what they're doing. They're setting things up in a way that like whatever happens will all make it will have a through line, but we it's, it's not so obvious <laughs> but it's not one hundred percent obvious how it's gonna happen. Like this is like you know, there's like the rare movies that like you know, keep your like suspense up like from moment 1 until they're done like i remember mm-hmm. seeing like the dark knight in theaters for the first time and being like what the fuck is this or like inception like christopher Have nolan used s- to do that we all yeah. seen barbarian dude that was I haven't, sick. but i've heard that
2: yeah, yeah. It, it's like it's like there's always suspense that's happening here mm. Just, uh, but, uh, unlike this though like, at least in barbarian justin long was there so he wasn't in survivor series sorry for getting your hopes
1: no he
0: wasn't even in the crowd yeah, or cool. or at
1: least they didn't pan to him
0: he was Um, who might have said like this feels like that because like this story's been going on so long and like in wrestling we don't get stories that keep getting better like that's so rare like omega okada was special because it kept getting better yeah Um, this is special because it's two years in it's like it hasn't always been getting better but it's getting better right now and it's like i'm done and because of the work Largely of Sami Zayn being what was supposed to be a little throw a
1: throwaway couple weeks stint has manifested into this angle that like, exactly like you're kind of on the razor's edge. Oh, well, that's some fucking you know, that's a wrestling move, ain't it? But like uh of being like, Oh, what's gonna happen now? Because throughout the course of the match, things are building. It finally comes down to Kevin and Roman just battling it out. Kevin hits Roman with a stunner. Uh, yeah, and Kevin goes... hits
2: him with the Fucking big old super kick.
1: Yeah. Pops hits him in with the, the starter, jaw. Hits him
2: with the, uh, hits him with everything. Gives him, and Roman, I, this is one of the things Roman has trust. I know that there was some backstage heat because I think, I don't know, think they were supposed to pop each other as hard. And Kevin clocked him right in the ear. Yeah. They, they clocked each other back and you can tell he's a little mad, but he's a professional, a little pissed. But I love this about Roman is that when it's going to be a false finish and somebody's supposed to break it up, he did not kick out was laying flat on his back after the stunner 1 2 Sammy doesn't hit Kevin stops the ref he
1: goes stops under the ref's the ref. arm and holds it genius yeah. yeah it's so good and then you have cuz then you have this moment where now Sammy's on the ground Kevin's on the ground and they're just looking at each other and then it's just like there's this tense sort of thing they're getting up uh you know, it's like, all right, what's gonna happen? Are we just gonna go at it? And then Sammy just fucking goes down south and hits him in the berries. Mm. Fucking gets yeah. Kevin, and then tosses him in the
0: corner for a haluva kick. And then it's, ushers in the haluva kick, and then catch it. He caught Kevin the same way that he caught Kevin in one of their previous matches, and then put him back in the corner for the haluva kick in that previous match. This time he caught him and threw him down for Jay. They are referencing their own careers going back. There are so many storylines happening at once. This Mm -hmm. storyline, like I like I have a college degree in creative writing. Like I, I, you know, never like try to be like at all pompous about that because it's stupid. But I I've spent a lot of money to understand storytelling and study storytelling. This is the best storytelling I've ever seen in wrestling, like top to bottom It could still fuck it up. Right. Uh, This is like Godfather's like level of like connected shit, but it's attached to pro wrestling angle.
1: Well, and, and speaking of like when wrestling rewards you for watching and paying attention, this is a story that technically started, you know, in some, some dinky, you know, indie spot in Canada somewhere 20 years ago. Like these is like, this is kind of, they're playing it. They do such a good job of kind of, shoot, it really, like like I said, this wasn't supposed to be the angle leading up to all of it, right? I think in general, and they're probably still working towards this Is eventually Sammy and Kevin will get together. They will face off with that's the Usos. What, that's
2: what's making, like, what happened on, um, on I it's going to be even sweeter is that, like, the Usos came out, the Bloodline came out to, like, celebrate. Jay and Sammy and Jimmy were, like, all, like, we're so fucking happy, blah, 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 hugging, trying to get Solo into it. But it was all kind of fun. Kevin comes out there. He's like, hey, Sam, I'm not here to yell at you. I'm not here to fight you. Get it. I've done this to you every chance I could for the last 20 years. I just want you to know I'm done with you. I don't want to see you. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to team with you. I don't want to fight you. It's like, I'm done. I'm happy that everybody's getting to see now. I've seen for 20 years. And it's like, this is wonderful. This is great. And then he's like, but Jay, I'll fucking fight you. <laughs> then they go and have a fucking Anger in the main event. It's like, and they're both like hurt. They're both selling, and there's just so much emotion. And they give Kevin the clean win with everybody out there. So they're keeping him super strong. Um, there's a billion kickouts and super kicks. And this is just one of those matches like, oh, they're still running at a high level. Like, even though Royal Rumble's a while away, they are still like, we got to keep the gas on this because you have to keep the fire fucking going. Can't hold cool they- this off at all. And they
1: are. And, like, the hmm. tragic part about it, like you're saying, is is Sammy finally, like, you know, seemingly where, it's, where it might be going, obviously we don't know, no, but what you could think is Roman will probably at some point get it in his head, oh, if Sammy can do that to his brother, who he, he went through 20 years, rising their careers, really, they rose together through all of this, Sammy's capable of doing that to his friend. Maybe I can't trust him as much as I thought I could. Like it might be Sammy fully committing to the bloodline that finally makes Roman go, I think I it's a uh,
2: Roman's always thought this and he just he just need he just needed another way to win. And that's like gonna be kind of I think part of his undoing too is because then when you have somebody that's so power hungry and thirsty and like they're just like that's all they can think about is being the head of the table. That's gonna end up being their undoing. So when Mm-hmm. Somebody comes in and, like, then you see, like, the Usos lose the titles, and you're like, okay, no, then he's gonna get more paranoid and turn on somebody, you know, or whatever, like, stuff like mm-hmm. that's gonna happen. where then it's like, oh shit, like, what the fuck, and he's gonna start blaming everybody else. That's where you have Sammy get turned on. That's where Kevin finally comes and makes that big save, get the big moment, you get all that, you get mm-hmm. the Mania match. Then there's two nights of Mania. Um, and I'm pretty sure Rock's going to be in one of them. I'm pretty sure Cody's going to be in the other. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be Roman is going to get all of his losses from the last few years out of the way in two nights.
0: <laughs> no, it's really interesting. I was literally just thinking, Sam and Kevin reuniting in, at that point reminds me of, like, the Golden Lovers, where it's like, where, like, mm-hmm. Cody finally, like, Pushed Kenny to that point, like by like messing with someone that he (laughs) loves. It's all Cody, (laughs) and Cody's coming back. Lino will be like weirdly involved in a totally different way now, too. Yeah, Yeah.
2: and it just makes me really excited, like to see like where everything's going, especially like in WWE because things are feeling important. Um, like the Intercontinental Title on Gunther, like it makes SmackDown feel important because they've done a really good job of trying to do. Like hey, like here's these matches on TV that are big. You're gonna need to watch them. And then they did this whole tournament, this whole World Cup tournament. Um, the winner of that faces faces Gunther, and it's final of it's Ricochet versus Santos Escobar. Yeah,
1: Ricochet. So Ricochet, versus, Ricochet beat uh, Braun. Yeah, and it was three minutes. That was awesome. Oh, that's um, awesome. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. Yeah, I thought it, for sure Ricochet would get was getting fed to Braun. That's cool. And like it was like Ricochet hitting quick,
2: hitting quick, getting fucking thrown out of this, like thrown a million miles in the air, and then hit quick, hit quick. A uh, Gunther came out and was like, kind of showed him there because they had like a weird stare down with him and Braun. Braun kind of got a little like, was like, "What the hell you doing out here?" Mm. Then got crucifix, and then at the end of it, shook hands with Ricochet, and I think that was his like, talking shit to your own fucking company, you motherfucker. Because you talk shit <laughs> to like Ali and stuff, and it's like talking shit about like that kind of wrestling. So I think that's him, like them saying, stop it. Yeah. Oh, stop. you are going to have one of the flippy guys beat you now.
1: One of, your, one of these little flip flop boys. Yeah. And also, that's like right. they've been doing a
2: great job with Ricochet. Him and Ali had a banger, and then we're going to get him versus Santos Escobar. Yeah. <sighs> I'm fucking so into that. Mm. Let's fucking go. hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. There's a lot to be excited about in WWE. Yeah. Like the US title, it's literally t- like it's Bobby Seth in theory. So you have two guys who are former world champions that are like trying to make that belt feel prestigious, like this is the belt we're going for.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And mm. then there's theory, who's a the guy that they were kind of trying to make for a while. Then boom, right there, like things feel important, like,
1: everything's just feeling way more important. And it's nice, it's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. And your women's division is like. So much like there's so many legitimate competitors there. You need a mid card title on
0: both shows for the women. Mm, Totally, like get more belts in there. Like that's at the that's the point they're at. That's how many bodies there are like in that division. Like, wild.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Especially with like their they are moving more towards like factions and stuff. It's like, are they going to start introducing more gold? I mean, bring back the twenty four seven title, legitimize that uh fucking alpha team, team alpha, whatever. Alpha Academy like, But all in all That was Survivor Series We mm-hmm. survived They survived It was a fine enough time Can't wait to see what they, what they do afterwards
0: uh, I mean I like I just think like I can't believe like Jimmy Zayn is wrestler of the year so far right Like think It's about so like what satisfying. he's done this year
1: so like, satisfying.
0: Johnny Knoxville feud is the most like overachieving program I've seen in such a long time. Like yeah. And Apparently like, the so good and then like this what he's doing now is wild. Like and he's he's rest of the year like and he's had a fine in ring year, but that's not what's important. Like Mhm. It's just like really it, it it seems
1: like he he hasn't done anything Different than what you know, he really has been doing. Other than he just got put in the right place at the right time to just make this really, this really cool kind of situation he was in, and he made it work for him in a way that like it was just it's so organic but so fun. And it's like for all of us who have just wanted to see something so much for Sami Zayn for so long, it's like oh wow, he's really in this picture. And him and Kevin after coming out of this could be like such a legendary tag run. Could be such a, a fucking incredible title run. There's just so much to be looking forward to. Less to be looking forward to over an AEW right now. But I guess CM Punk is gone. Gone. We could, you know. There's that. It's still not. Is he not? Well, I guess what was it that Bivins well, Bivins made a, a reference
0: to him but being. Bivins just said
1: he it was That's gone. True. That doesn't mean anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, what the? Why, why don't? Why did anyone like put? Like, it's not even saying he like lies, but like. Bivens talks shit on people and like (laughs) was like I don't like and was saying something that is clear he's not there like that's what he was saying like yeah it's true he's just not there week to week because they were supposed to kind of have more of
1: an involvement there. What the fuck
0: would Bivens know? Like you know, it's a good point.
1: It's a good point. It's just anything gets wrestling anything that is at all revolving around the orbit of CM Punk just gets so much traction immediately which is like it's already such an old story but I'm, i mean obviously i'm curious i don't i obviously he probably won't be coming back but there is some other stuff going on, on AEW. we'll see oh, i'd be so weird though it'd be so weird but we'll, i don't fucking know well but, i mean he wants
2: a buyout then he gets paid and then he is ready to do whatever the hell he wants
1: go to another season of that uh that showtime a uh, wrestling show with the fucking with the with the guy who plays the flash. It's about Steven and Mel? Yeah. No, yeah. Heels. What was that show? Heels. Heels. I that I watched that first season. It was fun. Um no, he wants to wrestle. And okay. there's a guy that apparently might listen
2: to some stuff that is EC three? In power now. Yeah, EC three.
1: Control your narrative?
2: <laughs> um that is in power now in WWE that Apparently isn't doesn't hate him as much as he used to. Yeah. He's, he's always just like, willing to do business. And CM uh, Punk is I think at the end of the day, he wants to be as punk rock as he wants.
1: That motherfucker wants money. But other than the first night he comes back, like, are fans gonna be that into CM Punk?
2: Because I don't know. Well the big thing is is that if you have him not there every week, then when he's there, then it's special. Yeah. You make him Goldberg.
1: Maybe with the heat dies down, maybe like if, if he stays out of the wrestling media cycle for a while, it would be exciting. I can't imagine a world where it's like CM Punk debuts on WWE that it's just like, it sounds, it makes you look bad as a company to hire this guy right now.
2: Or it it's a war. And if they want to sign every fucking Tony, Niece, Paul Carter, it's like, well, we got Cody. And we got fucking. Regals coming back. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which it's is cool. The, the only people that so AW like they have picked up really like people that WWE shouldn't have released and stuff like that, obviously. yeah and they picked up some big names. Obviously. Like Ambrose is like the biggest name at that time. Like mm-hmm. that was shocking when it happened. Like, like you know. Uh, and, like, we've even seen more now, like, how unhappy he was with WWE and stuff. Some of that stuff's kind of come out more, like... Yeah. Um, but... CM Punk... Then, who was the biggest surprise debut, AW, you know, AEW got. Then leave and go to WWE the same year, like, yeah. like or, like, a year later. And then... Fucking cody a person who started your company yeah like that's like going like okay take you know you may win the like volume of <laughs> like the surprises but like none of those matter nearly as much as the few we've done
1: yeah and when true. mjf
0: leaves in a couple of years probably as it, it does really pay chunk. him all the money H will pay will live vicariously through MJF whenever he hires him since he can't <laughs> wrestle anymore. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. MJF current
1: AEW World Heavyweight Champion after oh, that's right. a beating beating yeah. Moxley with the assistance of Bill Regal. Yeah, and I a promo that they
2: cut this last week. Um, I don't understand why building so much heat for a guy that is seemingly on his way out of the company in Regal. Mm-hmm. Um, by every account, that's happening. That he just really wants to go work for a Hunter. Um, that's yeah. a lot of well, loyalty to Triple H. Yeah,
0: get get well, off the road. Just live at home,
1: like mm-hmm. doesn't have to say blood and guts anymore. Go back to saying war
0: games. What weird pet does he have? A lot of Regal have a lot of some lizards. Like lizards, oh, oh, yeah. I see him being a lizard guy. Fuck like, man, yeah.
1: lizard
0: yeah, it's
2: people just, are like, weird. like little though. things like that. I, I just think. It's exchange and like I I like I'm not the biggest ratings guy because like at the end of the day I'm not an investor in any, I'm not a sponsor of any of these shows. I'm not looking at my ad time.
0: Mm-hmm. My
2: money's not involved in any of these companies. It is wild though that CM Punk really did move the needle a couple hundred thousand people. Because now that like the elite's there, MJF is there, they this last week pulled lower than they did the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, and it's wow. wild. Punk would show up. You'd have a, at least nine hundred ninety thousand to like one point one million people watching, give or take. Yes, Do, true. That, yeah, right around that million mark. It's because CM Punk is like, I don't like CM Punk as the as human being. We've talked about this before. Honestly, if I was Triple H, I would say fuck off. If I'm Tony Khan, and if I'm, I would just be like, cool. Just sit at home, and we will just continue paying you to fuck off. Mm-hmm. Like, Cut, I'm not right? gonna give you the opportunity to use your name and notoriety while they're still hot, and I'm gonna pay you money, and then you're gonna go and say like they're run by a bunch of fucking people who can't run a Target and the empty-headed dumb fuck Adam Page, which is still my favorite insult is empty-headed dumb fuck. I yeah. love that insult. It's <laughs> <is> so good, <laughs> so mean. He's a fucking. He was a teacher. <laughs> He's an empty-headed dumb fuck. Um, but it's like if I'm Tony Khan, cool. You like you want to
1: do this? I'm gonna just pay you to just be irrelevant. Yeah, keep you in jail.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's super it depends weird. Depends on how much cocaine Tony's had that night. If he um. You know, also, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, Punk has, has
2: lawyers all over that contract scrubbing it.
1: Mm-hmm. The fact that he's that they're yeah they're already like, I mean yeah I don't know I'm not a lawyer I don't know how that shit goes it will I be very interesting. I never went to lawyer school but it will be so strange if cm punk showed up in wwe because like you would think and i obviously we're probably not the majority you know when it comes to the mindset like people just like to see him there like you said but you'd be like is it worth however much money you paid him to jab at aew to also create an uncomfortable work environment for everyone else who's busting their ass for you like week after week like cm punk's toxic as fuck backstage like why are you just going to introduce that into your ecosystem that you've been, like, repairing seemingly well? Morale seems to be up real high in WWE. It's, like, highest it probably since, like, the Attitude <laughs> So, like, why would you stick a fucking... Uh, just a stinky little shit in the, in the fucking
0: bag... That's uh, why you, you make know, it up ...of everyone work. there. You you mm, don't him, have him there entirely. He's not yeah. a locker room cancer because he's never in your locker room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. He's he's very true. on his bus, and then... Um, comes in for the rob or like the big pay-per-view and then, he's the people with and then goes and sits on his bus goes yep. and eats
1: a muffin drinks thirty thousand exactly 000 what he did
0: did last time he's in wwe even like he mm-hmm. that's true he hang out with people just let the him WWE... hang out with
2: kofi and kofi will yeah, keep him even keeled
0: i they've had a lot
1: wwe has had a lot more experience dealing with people with fucking ridiculous egos so yeah, they could probably handle it all right. Even it's run people... by
0: Triple H. He had the biggest yeah. ego ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, you know I, how I do. don't
2: I I just am trying to create a good product and uh I buried everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah. Suck it. Making I, it up now. Someone who like proudly is like you know, goes to a lot of therapy and is like really working on themselves as of late because of life circumstances, uh Triple H seems like he's Making amends for some, like he is going through like therapy processes, like in some ways, like and hiring CM Punk and trying to revitalize that is like somehow feels like him working through it. like feels <laughs> like this giant mountain of a like <laughs> some sort of atonement <laughs> atonement that he has to make. Yeah, it,
1: it. I mean, it's all very very interesting. I'm I'm real curious to see what's going to happen, but it's fun shit. It's fun shit going on right now, <laughs> and. Unless there's anything else, I think it's about time to to land this airplane. Um, the other thing that I got, no, yep, backup gaining altitude is
2: um everybody just check out that Teddy Hart documentary
1: on Peacock. I'm definitely going to watch it, especially cuz you've been hyping it up, which is it true crimey? I mean, I love that shit. Does it go into cuz it's some shit. That's all I just want to say. It's just some okay. shit. Okay. I'm gonna probably watch. I'm gonna see. Yeah. I'm gonna see about putting that on night. Putting that on tonight. Yeah. You should. One,
0: one other thing I want to mention. You know, I realized that didn't talk about it, when it was relevant, but like um, Jason David Frank dying, mm. the the you know green and white slash white ranger. Like, because he was a huge wrestling fan, and like mm-hmm. I was just like. And you know, it's a lot of like he was obviously friends with like a lot of wrestlers, like New Day posting stuff with him, and like Leo Rush was pretty good friends with him and stuff. And like, I was actually thinking, I was thinking about it's like, oh, like Issa, you talk about like Ultimate Warrior when you were a little kid. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, that was he was that for me, like, I because I didn't watch wrestling when I was a little, little kid, but it's like he like filled that same role, and I think he did for a lot of like actual wrestlers. Yeah. The only out, like, like,
2: kind of like superhero stuff I ever got into. That's Power Rangers. Definitely. love and the Power Rangers. To- Tommy, he was the guy.
0: Yeah. At first it was Jason. Then they introduced Tommy. Like, Oh, he's way cooler. I'm a frog. Oh, I was like... I was like... I liked all of them at some point, I realized. Except I think probably Trina. But like, I don't I don't know. Um, because uh, there was a Zack, obviously. That's oh, cool. yeah. yeah Got him. Yeah, you... Billy, who turns out uh, was gay. So that also made sense. I liked him back then. Then Hell, I yeah. like... Wanted like I realized like Tommy and Kimberly was the first time I ever felt gender queer in my life because I wanted to be both of them because they're both cool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Kimberly definitely
1: probably first little childhood like TV crush for me. Yeah,
0: I feel yeah. it. Like- it was my first well, so- uh, du- d- d- crush and also like crush that I want to be her. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There was less of an identity wrapped up in it for me, but I, I agree with you on the sense that uh, impactful character. <laughs>
2: Also, Tommy had a dagger that had like trumpet keys. That was a flute, and then also had like a weird synthesized sound. That also he couldn't really blow into because he had the mask. <laughs> that's
0: right. Yeah, that uh, summoned a dragon. His dragon Zord. God damn, it's a sick ass fucking show. I forgot how sick yeah. that show is. It In was that movie,
1: sick. but. Yeah, that is sad. It's always, whenever someone young goes, especially, like, it's crazy, it's interesting to me, like, um,
0: there are these, like...
2: I just gotta grab the door real quick.
1: Sure. Like, people who are not in the wrestling world, but, like you were saying, like, have such an impact that you just don't realize, and so, like, within this wrestling world, like, the, the community that's kind of popped up and grieving that sort of, like, loss of just a, you know, a character you grew up with, it is always, like... It's really interesting to just think about how much like pro wrestling really is just like it's just one version, one way to tell a story that like is really it's around superheroes, good guys, bad guys, mm. like real easy to digest shit. And it's like when you can just keep
0: the train on the tracks, it really feels like it. You really do feel like you have like these superheroes. Yeah. And, you know, with the storytelling being at much better right now than it's been Mm-hmm. WWE and Maybe ever, like legitimately, like top to bottom. Probably um, since
1: yeah. certainly since we have started watching or since we started doing this show, th- this is oh, the most compelling yeah. WWE has been as far as having multi-layered stories that are touching each other all over the place. But. Yeah, I don't know. It'll it it it'll be really, really interesting to see how things keep developing. I think the trajectory WWE is on is really good. Um, and. Yeah, well, we'll we'll kind of see see how things keep playing out because we have Royal Rumble coming up here. Not we have we have like a month of no pay per view, and then we have Royal Rumble, and that obviously kickstarts the road to WrestleMania. So we're gonna probably start seeing a little bit of spicy, spicy shit popping up.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: and we got Roadblock, end of the line. Well, naturally,
1: no, that's gotta be one. That's gotta be on the chopping block, right? Uh, That's definitely not there. They're not doing that. That would be funny if they kept like WrestleMania backlash. God,
2: I'm so glad like stupid shit like that like will probably go by the wayside. Like it's like the like the remember the horror show at Extreme Rules shit like Uh that. My God, yeah, we're gonna be adding.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's over. It's over, for now. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun to watch wrestling again.
0: Just gonna get like those like in your house era like pay per view names again that are just like Beware of a dog. Mind games. Yo,
2: Mind Games was six. That's the one that had uh Sean and Mick Foley and Shawn Michaels did that fucking like run up and bounce off a chair and hit the fucking <laughs> super kick that was wild, and Foley took that fucking head first bump through a table, like mm-hmm. with his feet coming out all kicking up. It was great.
0: I fucked I fucking love Mick Foley. And the best wrestler ever, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, like the best yes. wrestler, Shawn Michaels.
1: Yes, not true. Not true. Provenly false, actually. Uh, that'd be Bret Hart. Uh, but we don't have time to litigate this again because it is time for us to wrap this bad boy up. Thank you so much for listening.
2: Like a wiener when you're having coitus, gotta wrap it up. Eight days
1: ahead. Yeah, I to talk about the time I got in, a, in trouble in elementary school for pretending a wiener rap was my, Actually, my yeah. wiener Actually, that, that's, yeah. That's been on
2: this show before.
1: I've definitely told that story. Go back and find it. Um, I, I didn't get in that much trouble, but it's fine. <clears throat> my, it's just my parents, my mom, and the principal had a big old laugh and they made me feel bad about it. Well, you probably should feel a little bit bad. I think it's okay for day. a child to explore the humor of a penis with, with a hot dog. And I no, I take I, I, all of that back and I don't. That's not a stance. I have anything about wieners and, and being young, but it's, I, it's I think
2: natural.
0: It's, it's natural. I don't. The way you said it, it still felt weird.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I
0: didn't it's, think it's about how it's going to sound I just, when I said that.
2: It's also like within certain company, especially. Maybe you don't pretend it's a ween.
1: You know, I don't do it anymore and I don't think I, bet, I ever will again, but I, I will never well. say never. But thank you all for listening. Happy Rusev Day. Ooh, whatever, He's going to, like, yeah. catch you. Like, <laughs> <happy>. <laughs> weird.
2: What if Rusev catches you doing that Miro? What would you do? I mean, maybe he'd think it'd be a
1: big, funny joke, but uh, maybe not. What
2: the fuck accent was that? That was your Miro
1: accent? Yeah, okay. A big, funny joke. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go back hey, and listen hey. to Miro and now pin it against that. Yeah, I don't I'm the I'm redeemer,
0: very much. A Nice <laughs> time. I mean,
1: maybe I went a little... I don't know. I don't know. My wife. I thought we were going to land this plane, and I feel myself digging myself into a hole. But that's fine, too.
2: Yeah, uh, Newfound Glory had a song about that. It's called Dig My Own Grave, and that's what you're doing.
1: I'm just trying to land this fucking plane.
2: No, it's 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 like that one fucking... I used to play this game on SNES... And it was like you could fly a plane on it. I forgot what it was called. Pilot Wings or some shit.
0: I, yeah, Pilot Wings. So sounds like that. Yeah,
2: game was fun, but I always fucking sucked at landing the plane. And that's you right now. You're me, at my grandma's house playing Pilot Wings or whatever. Well, I would say my co-pilots
1: aren't helping. Yeah, this. is Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've completely devolved, I uh, yeah, uh, you know, have a wonderful uh, fucking life until you know you hear from us again and uh, <laughs> wrestleboy 316 says uh, more beyblades on the titan tron